first time ever I'm using this airport and this airlines. For many of us, YKF is a place to fly in and out of. It's convenient because we don't like to fly into a busier airport. But it's also a workshop. We call it kind of a skunk works lab. There's lots of carbon fiber here and CNC parts. YKF is more than a convenient travel hub. It connects our local economy to the global economy, fuels innovation, and it creates jobs. In this episode, we answer the question, why an airport? We'll explore what YKF brings to the region. The airport has got a lot of potential to support internationally competitive companies. And we'll even look at the potential it has to help address climate change on a global scale. The work we're doing is really powerful and, and is going to be an important part of achieving those big goals. Welcome to your region pod. I'm Sam with the region of Waterloo. And I'm Sherry. On this podcast, we cover issues that matter to you and go behind the scenes to look at the regional services that impact your life every day, sometimes without you even knowing it. Today, we're talking about the region of Waterloo International Airport. And the best place to start is with a pilot who happens to be the commissioner. My name is Rod Regeer. I'm the commissioner of planning, development and legislative services. One of the fun files in, in my portfolio is Waterloo Region International Airport affectionately known as YKF. Rod is responsible for strategic oversight at YKF. We sat down with Rod to start off with the big question, why an airport? What are the high-level advantages to the airport in the community? Having an airport is an essential piece of infrastructure that allows the movement of people, ideas, and goods across the continent and from here to places around the world. The second reason was that it is actually a piece of economic infrastructure because of the industries that it facilitates. Uh, right now we have approximately 500 jobs that are directly linked to activities at the airport. I'm going to pause our interview with Rod because we did do some snooping around at YKF to see what's out there. Now YKF isn't just a travel hub, it's also a tech hub where innovation happens. Yeah, we caught up with a company called Avadrone. They test new technology for a growing sector. Here's some of our chat with Avadrone CEO, Scott Gray, who gave us a tour of their lab. There's a lot of engineers working here together. So we call it kind of a skunk works lab. Um, so, you know, there's lots of carbon fiber here and CNC parts and very unique uh, things, you know, brushless motors and actuators, all, all part of this, this product that we make. My name is Scott Gray and I'm the founder and CEO of Avadrone Aerospace. We're in the defense and commercial market and we're building drones that carry goods from A to B. What our systems are being used for and deployed for are um, moving goods for troops and bringing you know, critical goods to search and rescue missions. The one we're looking at here is uh, quite unique. It's a tandem rotor, meaning there's two rotors. And a lot of people think of drones as sort of four sticks with motors on the ends. That's what you, you see in the, in the news and so on is a typical drone. Um, ours is a two rotor drone like a helicopter. So if you're familiar with the Chinook helicopter that's used you know, by armies worldwide, it's one of the fastest and most capable transport aircraft. And that's because it has two big rotor disks that carry a lot of weight. It's a more complex system mechanically and software side, but the capability is greater. And that's why we've gone ahead and, and you know, adopted this kind of air, aircraft here. And what are the advantages to operating out of Waterloo Airport? Being here at the airport has been a really good building block. Being in this community because it's a very startup community. There's a lot of high tech here a lot of good talent, 
And then having our facility now here at, at the airport for the last uh, six years in the, in the Chartwright facility where we are now attracts a lot of business to us. Uh, people, I think, respect us a little more because we're in the aviation industry, we're at an airport, it's an international airport. Even some of our customers have flown in in their private jets here from time to time. Scott talked about the benefits of being located at the airport. Now we're going to shift to the benefits YKF is bringing to the Canadian aviation ecosystem. Here's more of our interview with Rod. So we talked about like the local benefits, but what benefits are we bringing to a critical piece of our national infrastructure? Right now, uh, Waterloo Region International Airport is one of the fastest, if not the fastest growing airport in the country. One of the reasons for that is that we're providing services to the fastest growing airline, which is Flair. And, you know, some of our colleagues around uh, the country have said, what we need in this country is a network of ultra low cost carrier airports, airports that specialize in supporting ultra low cost carrier carriers like Flair to deliver cost-effective air service to uh, to Canadians. If you can think about uh, New York, New York is serviced by uh, JFK, by LaGuardia, and by Newark, as well as a number of other smaller airports. Each of these large metropolitan economies relies on multiple airports in order to serve the various niche uh, consumers that need to travel from, from those regions. And we think that the YKF is naturally position to support this larger regional market uh, for air travel in Ontario. A third point would be that the Canadian aviation ecosystem requires new pilots and they require aeronautical parts and services that YKF is really good at producing. The Waterloo Wellington Flight Centre is, is uh, one of Canada's largest flight schools and we are training, currently training pilots for uh, the entire Canadian uh, aviation industry through, this, through the flight center at YKF. In fact, the reason that YKF is one of the busiest airports in Canada is because we literally have 100,000 flight movements by students flying for the, through the flight center at YKF. The flight center works with the University of Waterloo's aviation program which has about 150 student pilots per year. Dr. Suzanne Kearns is a professor in the program. Uh, I have to say, if I had known that in university I could have majored in airports, I fully would have done that. Well, the industry is dealing with a shortage, so it's still an option for you. Yeah, yeah, it's tempting, but, you know, I kind of got this uh, cool podcast gig happening right now, <laughs> so, you know, I'm going to, like, wait this out. Um, but uh, what did you and Dr. Kearns talk about? Yeah, Dr. Kearns talked about how labor shortages in aviation, climate change, and other threats to the industry inspired a research institute. She formed the Waterloo Institute of Sustainable Aeronautics, or WISA for short, last year. And they're doing some really important work at YKF. Here's a snippet of my chat with her. So I like to think of our partnership with the airport as creating a little bit like a living lab. So instead of, uh, you know, a lab on campus that maybe is looking at things under a microscope, we're really interested in, in what's happening in the real world operations in aviation. And that's where the partnership with the airport has been so powerful and influential. 
as an example of that, so we were recently really grateful to receive a substantial grant from FEDDEV, the Federal Economic Development Agency for Southern Ontario. And through those funds, we were able to to support 39 research projects at the University of Waterloo. And several of those projects were looking specifically at implementations in an airport setting. So for example, how could you make a solar hangar that uh, it could be used to charge e-planes and uh, other aspects of sort of uh, modern technology for using drones to assess runway surface conditions and, and other, other things along that line. These are not questions that an academic would be able to answer alone. Uh, we can only uh, answer these questions through collaboration and having strong partners benefits, I think, not only the airport and WISA, but also our students and fellow researchers. And our hope is uh, the community at large as well. You mentioned uh, your research on reducing um, the harmful impacts of the sector. That would be something that I'm sure would interest a lot of people right now. Where, where are you at with that right now? What's, what, what are you working on? After WISA launched the fall of last year, what we saw were all of the international aviation agencies come together and synthesize behind a common environmental goal of net zero emissions by the year 2050. That uh, was exciting and really tremendous to see. The challenge is that achieving that goal is anticipated to require not one solution, but a combination of multiple solutions working together. So when it comes to what we're doing here in Waterloo, from an environmental perspective, what's interesting is that all of the technologies that we will need to achieve net zero by 2050 don't yet currently exist. We are talking about evolving new technologies that may still be in the laboratory today. So I think it really hits home the point that the work we're doing is really powerful and, and is going to be an important part of achieving those big goals. Dr. Kearns talked about the sustainability of aviation, including reducing environmental impacts of the industry, which is important since aviation is one of the fastest growing sources of greenhouse gas emissions driving climate change. Reducing emissions is something YKF is also working on, as Rod explains. The airport is in the process of building a sustainability strategy, which will reduce our greenhouse gas emissions at the airport itself uh, over the next few years. We've supported the development, for example, of, a, of an electric trainer in uh, flight training at uh, Waterloo Wellington Flight Center uh, in partnership with uh, the Waterloo Institute for Sustainable Aeronautics. And we've just uh, recently had our very first electric baggage cart truck introduced into the luggage handling system by executive aviation. We're working really hard to try and figure out how to deliver transit services to the airport so that people don't have to take single occupancy vehicles to pick up the flight. We think that that's going to be an important part of the way that people use the airport in the future. So we're seeing opportunities to improve the efficiency of our operations by reducing our energy consumption and by reducing greenhouse gas emissions. We're hoping that our new sustainability strategy will actually accelerate that process and find ways of further reducing the environmental impact of the airport. That sustainability piece will become very important as YKF continues to grow. Just how big will YKF get? Uh, Rod shared some of his projections with us. What does future growth look like and what advantages do you see this bringing to the region? 
the future growth is really limited only by our imaginations and our will here at the region of Waterloo. Currently, we are forecasting around just shy of a half, half million passengers this year, which is a very significant growth over previous years. But there's very significant growth opportunity here. As we know, people really dislike and it's extremely inefficient to spend a good part of your day driving to Toronto Pearson on the 401 and then going through the process of navigating Canada's largest airport. So we think that there's a large pent-up demand for this airport. People are excited about it. People love flying out of it. It's so convenient, so easy, and now it's relatively inexpensive. We're forecasting short-term growth to at least a million passengers in the next few years, and then we think there's significant growth on top opportunities on top of that. It will depend on success in attracting flights to new, new destinations and increased frequencies to the existing destinations. But we're confident that as the market demonstrates itself here to our air carriers, that those flights will be layered on over the next few years. You know, I can't help but notice a theme with our guests. They're all aviators. Yeah, Suzanne is a pilot who flew solo for the first time on her 16th birthday. Yeah, uh, Scott Gray from Avadrone was a stunt pilot and still flies out of YKF. And Rod is a hang glider pilot, or in his words, a skateboarder of the aviation world. Uh, which I'll, I'll let Rod put it in his own words here. On a day when there are puffy white clouds in the summer sky, you might occasionally see me staring out the window wistfully wishing that I might be climbing a thermal up to cloud base and flying cross country across southern Ontario. Now from a person who's had the opportunity to hang glide once, it does seem pretty heavenly. I, I don't know, uh, Sherry. I, for me, there's something particularly unnerving about the thought of flying something that you assemble in a manner similar to a tent. <laughs> But I understand you as well, Sam, have an aviation background? I do. Uh, in, a, in another life, I was an aircraft firefighter in the military, and it was a pretty cool experience for me. So I understand their passion, and I had a lot of fun with this one. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and keep an eye out for our next episode. It will be out in a few weeks. In the meantime, be sure to check out our council updates with Siobhan. Bye for now.